Yo, yo, yo. It's your girl Sam coming at you from Berlin, Germany. It is Wednesday, February the 3rd. Today we have day three of Black History Month, and we are going to talk about Shirley Chisholm. Kamala Harris was only the second black woman to serve in the U.S. Senate. But do you know who the first one was? Shirley Chisholm. Shirley Chisholm was born in 1924 in Brooklyn, New York, and in 1968, she was the first black woman elected to the U.S. Congress. Before she was elected to Congress, though, she spent five years in Barbados, her mother's homeland. In her autobiography, she wrote, Years later, I would know what an important gift my parents had given me by seeing to it that I had my early education in the strict, traditional, British-style schools of Barbados. If I speak and write easily now, that early education is the main reason. Then she went back to Brooklyn and finished up her schooling and went to Brooklyn College, where she was exposed to activism. She was part of the Harriet Tubman Society, and she described it in her autobiography, Unbought and Unbossed, as there were more organizations and political activities than anyone could count. Many of them were politically oriented, and most of these were ultra-progressive. There was one all-black student group, the Harriet Tubman Society. There, I first heard people other than my father talk about white oppression, black racial consciousness, and black pride. I belonged to the Political Science Society, which naturally thought itself progressive. Some of its speakers, I became aware, looked at my people as another breed, less human than they. Politicians came to talk and gave us such liberal sentiments as, we've got to help the black because the black is limited. Or, of course the black people have always been the laborers and will continue to be, so we've got to make it more comfortable for them. It grew on me that we, black men especially, were expected to be subservient, even in groups where ostensibly everyone was equal. So she started advocating for inclusion, specifically in terms of the integration of black soldiers in the military during World War II, the addition of courses that focused on African-American history, and the involvement of more women in the student government. At first, she thought the best way to combat racism and have the most impact on American society was to become a teacher. She received her master's in early childhood education from Columbia University, but Chisholm was also becoming more and more interested and involved in politics. She would teach during the day, attend grad courses in the evening, and regularly volunteered at the Bedford-Stuyvesant Political League. This is another quote from her book. Political organizations are formed to keep the powerful in power. Their first rule is don't rock the boat. If someone makes trouble and you can get him, do it. If you can't get him, bring him in. Give him some of the action. Let him have a taste of power. Power is all anyone wants, and if he has a promise of it, 
as a reward for being good, he'll be good. Anyone who does not play by those rules is incomprehensible to most politicians. So she decided to run for office and was the first African-American woman elected to the state legislator in New York. Then she ran for Congress and won. But she didn't make too many friends because she was very vocal about what she considered to be the dangers of government, the way things were always done, aka backroom deals, corporate interests, interference with a woman's right to choose, even before the Roe v. Wade decision, the prison industrial complex, and unjust wars. And then, in 1972 the U.S. presidential election, she became the first African-American candidate to run not only for a major party's nomination for president, but she also became the first woman to run for the Democratic Party's presidential nomination. And this is a quote from her speech. I stand before you today as a candidate for the Democratic nomination for presidency of the United States. I am not the candidate of black America, although I am black and proud. I am not the candidate of the women's movement of this country, although I am a woman and equally proud. I am not the candidate of any political bosses or special interests. I am the candidate of the people. In the end, unfortunately, she didn't get enough votes to get on the ballot but she did pave the way for people of other ethnic groups to run for office, including Kamala Harris. And going back to Kamala Harris's run for president in 2020, Harris paid homage to Chisholm's campaign by using similar colors and similar typography in her logo and promotional materials. Finally, After her death, after Chisholm's death, she was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I'm not sure why that had to take until after she died, but I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened regardless. But like, can people start being honored while they're alive, please? She sounds like a pretty awesome woman, if you ask me. And now her book, Unbought and Unbossed, is going on my to-read list. So there's your black history for the day. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. Wear your masks, eat your vegetables, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. This has been to Berlin and beyond to Berlin and beyond.